This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells, restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years, and now the 45-day money-back guarantee you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As we uh, march into uh, old summer, I guess, you know, the July 4th, you know, Memorial Day, I mean, sort of means it's summer, but yeah, officially, but it's still summer, May. Yeah, well, summer has yeah. begun. And right? it is, and, uh, you know, we're well aware of that with uh, soaring temperatures here in New York. Yeah. Not quite as bad as uh, Seattle and Portland, we feel, for our West Coast brethren. Yeah. But, wow. um, here we are. It's summer. What else is new? It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> Stay cool, everybody. Drink lots of water. Yes, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. hydrate. And don't uh, be afraid of a little salt in this kind of weather. Right. We, yep. We're open to questions. Radio program at aol.com is the destination for questions. And before we get to questions, uh, let me comment on uh, an article that I wrote uh, for this week's newsletter. By the way, you can sign up for free newsletters at drhoffman.com. You know, I know a lot of you don't like to sign up for stuff because when you sign up for stuff, you just get bombarded with all kinds of spam mm -hmm. and uh, unwanted, uh, uninvited uh, pitches. Mm -hmm. But uh, this we is... We don't sell your email. You, no, we don't sell your email. <laughs> we, yeah. we can make some money selling your email. You know, but, but we don't do that. We, that's not how we monetize. No. Uh, we have sponsors. Yes. So Full disclosure, you know, sponsors support this broadcast. And um, if you go to drhoffman.com and you'll be prompted to sign up for a newsletter, I think you'll be in for a rewarding experience. I actually got um, some nice feedback on last week's article from uh, hmm. quite a lot of people about my uh, talking about swimming. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, one of my oldest buddies, a guy I used to play with uh -huh. in uh, in elementary school. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he subscribes in the newsletter, and he, and he wrote, you know, he really enjoyed that one That's in particular. Great. So, uh, you know, I'm not, if he, you know, we're, he's not going to appreciate so much a deep uh -huh. dive on some esoteric nutrition point. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to swimming, I mean, he's, uh, you know, like me, uh, a... Uh, 60-something athlete. Mm. Yeah, he probably hit 70 by now. Mm. Um, and you um, appreciate it, as, as did several other people. Steve, uh, yeah. let's see, uh, uh, Dr. David Minkoff, who's a extraordinary triathlete in his 70s, actually sent me a nice uh, comment <laughs> on the swimming article, because he's oh. obviously a big swimmer, that being part of his triathlons. Um, okay, so this week I wrote about pomegranate power. Mm. And... The point of it is, I mean, we know pomegranates are good for you. Yeah. All right? Uh, they've long figured in mythology, and there's even pictures of pomegranates on the, uh, you know, among the hieroglyphs in ancient Egypt. Um, and uh, they, they were always prized. They were reputed to be sort of associated with royalty and prestige. 
and with health benefits. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, what's interesting is about how this has now been validated uh, with modern research. Modern research techniques have shown us that um, uh, pomegranates may have benefits for cancer, neurodegenerative disease. Yes. Uh, for skin health, uh, they mm -hmm. may have a metabolic effect preventing obesity and diabetes, mm -hmm. uh, anti-Alzheimer's, osteoporosis even, uh, dental health, and on and on and on yeah. it goes. So many attributes associated with it. Um, and, you know, they're, it's packed with antioxidants. Yes. So, uh, you remember the Palm Wonderful commercials? Yeah. You know, and they got slapped by the FTC. Oh, the FTC says, you can't make claims you know, they even had one which was kind of tongue-in-cheek, uh, that it cheats death. <laughs> well, the FTC didn't like that. They don't you have know. a sense of humor at they all. They have no they? sense of humor. And plus, they said, well, do you have like, five double-blind placebo-controlled trials that show that it, you know, prevents... Oh, boy. You know, so they, so they, and the, the, um, the Resnicks, who uh, own pomegranate, they're billionaires. Mm -hmm. They are big into pistachios, too, which is oh, another healthful food. Love pistachios. Pomegranates. Uh, yeah. They're big donors to LACMA, the L.A. County Museum of Art, and they have deep pockets. And they they fought the FTC with, to the tune of millions of dollars. Wow. They had sponsored research on pomegranates to the tune of $40 million of their personal money to support some of the claims they made. Wow. The FTC said, no good, no good. So now, if you go to Palm Wonderful, you see rather bland claims. Mm -hmm. you know, they, like, it's got a lot of antioxidants. Okay, fine. But mm -hmm. they, they, they make no health claims. Yeah. Can't make health claims because of the current existing strictures against health claims for natural products, which are legit. Mm -hmm. um, so many ways that it's helpful, anti-inflammatory, that many compounds, blah, blah, blah. Yes. I won't, you could read the article if you could do a deep dive. But what's interesting, they came up with this new thing. Um, they realized that some of the um, uh, things like elagic acid, which is from strawberries, by the way, yes. not that bioavailable in and of itself, but it gets metabolized into something called urolithin A. Mm. And urolithin A may be the next big thing in nutritional supplements for mitochondrial oh. support. Oh, which very, is everything. Very specific, because we have like already, you know, CoQ10 and uh, nicotinamide riboside, true yeah. niogen, and we have uh, NT factor. Yes. And maybe things like PQQ, carnitine. Yeah. D-ribose, all these things figure in, uh, you know, mitochondrial metabolism. Mm -hmm. Mitochondria is everything. It is. It's like... It's the prerequisite to anything that, you know, if your mitochondria is not working well, that explains your fatigue, number one. Yeah, they just, came up with this thing which just for suggests that uh, graying of hair is due to mito the, the mitochondrial uh, hair uh, axis because the mm -hmm. mitochondria generate the, the dark pigment, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, that explains a lot. Okay. Yeah, but you're full of energy and, <laughs> and your brain is working. Uh, and my grandfather used to, he used to reliably, you know, he used to take me to racetracks. That was his idea of yeah. uh, babysitting. He would take me to the racetrack. Great place for, a, you know, a six year old. But he, he would, he, he would go to the horse paddock before the race to view the horses. Mm -hmm. And he would say, Oh, there's a gray horse. He says, I always bet on the gray horse. Mm. So if that's true about the mitochondria, you know, it's like a bad, that's a bad policy. Wow. But anyway, wow. so, uh, but coming back to, to pomegranate. Yeah. Um, you know, if you, if you drink palm wonderful, you mm -hmm. know, you're going to get some calories. Mm -hmm. Uh, an eight ounce serving delivers 160 calories. It's a fruit juice. It's a fruit yes. juice. So I dilute it, you know, um, with seltzer. Right. 
But the new kid on the block is this urolithin, which is being sold in two forms. They've got um, the uh, capsules, which is concentrated, and they also have these little sachets, these little packets mm -hmm. that you, uh, and I've, I've sampled them, and they, they taste uh, pretty decent. You okay. just dilute it with water. And amazing studies on urolithin. They're just popping out all over the place. It improves muscle function, which is a real hook for me, you know, for athletic totally. performance. Um, wow. Delayed onset of age-related muscle deterioration in experimental animals. They're doing a clinical trial with uh, runners, middle-distance runners. I think they're the 3,000-meter runners mm -hmm. uh, to see if urolithin A improves their running times. And, you know, they're going to do all kinds of assays to see if they're, you know, uh, if they uh, their muscle metabolites are you know, optimized with that. Yeah. Um, it does rejuvenate mitochondria. Uh, there's some studies that show that there's uh, increased skeletal muscle gene expression and higher levels of the energy molecule acylcarnitine, which is a marker of uh, mm -hmm. mitochondrial activity. Could and, help against sarcopenia then maybe as well. Yeah. And yes, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. And conversely, mm -hmm. it has anti-obesity effects. Yeah. Uh, Experimental animals given urolithin A showed increased thermogenesis. Yes, because when your mitochondria is big and powerful, you're burning more fat for energy. Right. Primarily, so, which so is otherwise you're helpful. you're sort of like lethargic and blubbery. Yeah. Know, right. Yeah. Um, Stop having that Danish for breakfast. <laughs> Things can change it, for you. It can combat neurodegeneration. Mm -hmm. They they used a mouse model of Alzheimer's disease. Urolithin A slowed cognitive decline, and it reduced uh, the plaque formation. So wonderful and uh, bonus, it may shield against inflammatory bowel disease. Oh wow! Because there's something about it uh, sealing the gut barrier, uh, preventing uh, repairing the, the gut. Yeah, and uh, reducing inflammation. So you know, so I, I describe all that in my article. If you want to do a little deeper dive on that, product is MitoPure, MitoPure.com. They are not sponsors. Mm -hmm. um, we're not being compensated for this. I just thought this was an interesting sidelight to the pomegranate story. Yeah. You, you, you eat pomegranates. I don't like pomegranates. Well, uh, you know, I like up. seeing the seeds in a salad or something like that. I, just I don't find go it looking annoying. For... You know, there's people like... have trouble getting the seeds out. What you do is yeah. you cut the pomegranate in half. Right. Turn it over and take your big wooden spoon and bash the back of it like a, like a bat, oh. and all the seeds will release. Now make sure you've got I, a nice I, big bowl in I front of pick you. I pick them out individually. I find it. Oh, that's hard, hard to do. Forget it takes about like, it. It takes ten minutes, and then I have like like a half a cup of, of parmesan no, seeds. No, no, no. And, and they also like do the, sell them. They, I don't like them. They're they come frozen or something. That right. They, it's a little bland and devitalized. Yeah. It is devitalized because yeah. anytime you're processing a food like that, it's going to yeah. devitalize it a little bit. So, so you um, got to fight for those seeds a little bit, but it's, you know sometimes they're worth it. Okay, and yep. but be careful the juice because of the carb level, yep. and so yep. much of it is sweetened with grape juice, as you say in your article, or extracts of other fruit juice. And um, you know it's nice to add a couple of tablespoons into a glass of seltzer, yep. or even water, or right. even mineral water. Delicious. Make a like a palm spritzer. Yes. Yes, I'm all for that. Okay. Yes. Uh, so let's get to questions. Radio program at AOL.com is the destination for your questions. They can pertain to anything mm -hmm. that relates to intelligent medicine. Yeah. Don't ask me, you know, uh, you know, who's going to win uh, the fourth race at Hialeah, you know. <laughs> I can't tell you. Okay. We've got a question from Kristen and also from Carol, similar question. And this is about the vaccine. Oh. 
Uh, Kristen says, have you and Dr. Hoppen talked about the questionable long-term impact of all the vaccines, the COVID vaccines? Wait, can't talk about that. We can't. We can't talk about that. Oh, what? No, I'm just kidding. Gonna, I know. I know. We're going to. We're going to be banned. We're going to be, be like censored. Banned from Twitter. Right. Banned from Facebook. Banned. You know. From from all those places. Right. Have you talked about the questionable long-term impact of all the COVID vaccines on both moderate to severe autoimmune conditions? This is my biggest fear, Kristen says. If the spike protein invokes an immune reaction, how do we know? that this will only impact an immune reaction to COVID and not attack other tissues, blood vessels, etc. And will the clinical trials, when they're complete in two years' time, provide feedback regarding this concern? It's hard to track, but were those with autoimmune part of the clinical trials? And Carol asked a similar question. Any vaccine trials being done on the COVID vaccine with MS patients? Right. Okay, so, you know, really... This is a big concern for a lot uh, of people. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a, a central concern. Especially those who are concern. told, we want you vaccinated if you want to work here. Right, exactly. There's, there's a one-size-fits-all approach. Mm. Whether you're young, whether you're old, whether you have comorbidities or not, you should take the vaccine in the interest of uh, vanquishing COVID. And now they've, uh, they've raised the specter of the Delta variant. Oh. The Delta variant's coming. So yeah. we have to vaccinate all our, you know, school kids because mm. we want to. And six-month-olds and whatever. Right. Uh, mm. You know, so it's. I think they're leveraging that the fear about the Delta variant to get to overcome some a lot of vaccine hesitancy. Yes. And the vaccine hesitancy, some of it is irrational. You know, people who say, uh, you know, no way, no how am I going to take any of those damn drugs? You mm-hmm. know, I only use natural. Okay, you know, if you only use natural, um, you know, when... Um, you know, when they when you get rolled over by a truck, you know, I'll brew you some, uh, you know, herbal tea. You know? Right. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. You got to leverage all the sure. the resources available to you if they're safe and legitimate. Um, no question that the vaccine has been helpful. Look, we got to acknowledge. You know, there are other countries which don't have as many vaccines. Australia, which has a very low vaccination rate for some damn reason, they just really never got on the ball obtaining vaccines. Um, I think only mm. only like four percent of the population has had two vaccines, mm. they're having to go through lockdown again because there's a large percentage of people unvaccinated. Okay, get it. Uh, on the other hand, it's, we, it's not it's not binary. It's not like the vaccine is perfectly safe or the vaccine is the, you know, um, is the bane of mankind and we're all going to turn into mutants when we take it. Mm-hmm. But it's legitimate to ask questions like this, which are, you know, is there a pleiotropic effect? In other words, an off-target effect of activating the immune system Mm -hmm. against the spike protein. But there's always, when the immune system is active, there's always collateral damage. Yes. There's collateral damage. Especially in those prone with any autoimmune Yeah, so they already have a dysregulated immune system. And rarely we Mm -hmm. see these devastating side effects. What's interesting is they used to think it was the, the, uh, like the brain blood clots were only associated with AstraZeneca and, uh, Johnson and Johnson. We've now seen a case, one case among millions of people getting doses of a guy dying of a brain blood clot due to, uh, something called, um, uh, you know, uh, vaccine induced, uh, 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 Autoimmune thrombocytopenia, actually wow. thrombotic thrombocytopenia. Right. Because thrombocytopenia, you just bleed. But you have the worst of both worlds. You bleed and you have blood clots. So that's one thing. But what about people who have a hair trigger immune system? Should they take it? 
Uh, People with rheumatoid arthritis? Well, there have been some cases where they've it's reactivated. No question. Right. There are been some cases. Yeah. I don't think it's been that well studied. I think that there's not a lot of gain for doctors mm-hmm. in those fields to mm-hmm. point out that there are problems. Um, of course not, if they want everybody to take it. Yeah. And, well, yeah. I, they might be shunned by their colleagues. They might, you know, be... There is that, right? It, it's yeah. very political. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the current edict is if you've had... Uh, ITP, you know, like a blood disorder where your platelets are destroyed, go ahead and take the vaccine. If you've had MS, go ahead and take the vaccine. If you've had rheumatoid arthritis, go ahead and ulcerative colitis, go ahead and take the vaccine. It could also be pointed out fairly that the self-same people who have these autoimmune diseases that COVID could trigger uh, a worsening their autoimmunity. Right. I mean, that's real too. Sure. So, you know, if if they're... But so could allergies, so could hay fever. A, so environmental good. chemicals, anything, you know, right. mold. Yeah. But uh, so, you know, I think that there is a there's a place for vaccine choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I belong to an organization, the Alliance for Natural Health, and we debated this very, very uh, uh, laboriously. Is like, yeah. should we come out for vaccine choice because we will be branded an anti-vaccine organization, which we're not. But we're for vaccine choice where people have medical conditions where they might suspect that their immune system could be activated. Yes. Um, happened to know one of those questioners, and you know, mm-hmm. I know a little bit about her background, and she may be uh, a person who has some immune dysregulation. Sure. So. Sure. Um, and you know, uh, these clinical trials won't be complete for two years. Right, and so at least we, await. How do we? How do we know? Watch, we may we never know. know. And there's also, there's so much suppression going on of yes. this information. True. Um, so it's kind of like, it's kind of like somebody stands up and goes, there's no global warming. Are, what, really? You know, you're <laughs> fired from the geophysical society, right. you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, you're taking a dissenting opinion. And, you know, what really offends me is when um, Fauci, by the way, where's Fauci? Haven't seen him for like a really long time. Oh, good. Is he, is he in a, locked in a basement? You Isn't know, he fired yet? No, no. But oh. he, but he has sort of disappeared from the scene hmm. because of you know a lot of controversy about his involvement with the uh, the research in Wuhan, mm-hmm. um, the gain of function research. But you know he says when people criticize me, they're criticizing science. Could I have? Do I have a chutzpah to say if anybody criticizes me? You're criticizing science. You, well, really? Yeah. I mean, come on. Honestly. I mean, if you really have not, he We're, of all people should know yeah. that there are dissenting opinions in science. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, that. What uh, he's talking about is scientism. That's what it's all become. Well, that's true. It become, mm-hmm. you know, it's like hashtag science. Yeah. Follow the science. Really? Really? Yeah. Really? The, the people who say that have a poor understanding of science and how science evolves and how controversies are. And at the end of out. the day, we always have more questions than answers. That's just the nature of it. So I hope that these studies are underway, in these, yes. especially these vulnerable populations, because typically when drugs are approved, mm-hmm. there's not enough people who have quirky problems in the test group. And then we unleash it on the general public and we go, lo and behold, oh, you know, we didn't test enough enough people who, uh, you know, are stroke prone, or we didn't test enough people who. And you have... know, that that's also part of the. I I think it's a little, uh, it's a little uh, cunning for them to do that to choose only the people that they think aren't going to have a bad reaction. Right. <laughs> like you know, 
we're, we're not going to choose people who have heart disease to try this and see if it doesn't help heart disease. You know, I mean, look, what, I, I, I think, example. you know, there's there was good science involved in this, and they, I think there were earnest researchers. But, you know, when there's a, a crisis, sometimes you, everybody knows that, you know, if you're under the gun, you want to get something done fast. You're yeah. going to skip some steps. Yeah. And, well, thank God they raced to develop these vaccines very quickly. I, I was astonished at the rapidity with which they developed vaccines that are relatively safe. Let's face it. I mean, people are not dropping likewise, but we've got to be open to the possibility that there are some short or long-term consequences. I mean, I've seen a and couple of patients. And we don't know what those consequences are. I've seen a couple of patients with problems. I've, I've, yes. I saw one guy who had absolutely associated with the vaccine. Yes. Tinnitus. Mm-hmm. Very healthy guy. Mm-hmm. Developed tinnitus. Really annoying him. Yeah. You know, very, very debilitating. Uh, another patient uh, came with in. Neurological uh, He had neurological problems. He was a young guy, like 32. And, healthy guy. And he started developing like like uh, involuntary muscular contractions. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like what are called fasciculations, like twitches. Yeah. And it freaked him out. You know, he's now running to to look at look up every article about the beginnings of ALS and things like He doesn't have that. He has some kind of unusual vaccine reaction. And I asked, you know, you've seen two neurologists. Did they report those reactions to VAERS, the vaccine? And he said, no, not to my knowledge. Right. So they're what we see in terms of reported reactions, it's very arduous to report a reaction. And I actually, I'm a little, I'm a little scared of reporting a reaction. If I report a reaction, then they're going to like come at me with questionnaires and like da 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 da. And you exactly. fill out you know, 49 pages. They say of on the VAERS website that's the vaccine adverse. emergency authorization. No, 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 the vaccine adverse event. Uh, adverse event. Thank you. Uh, reporting. Reporting site. Sur- site. Right. Okay. So it. it it's estimated that whatever is there now is really about one percent of could be could be could vaccine be. injury. It's like now the myocarditis myocarditis in young people. That's a little concerning. That's very concerning. Again, it's I, I looked at the stats and it's about one in a thousand. But one in a thousand, if you if you have very low risk of being very sick with COVID, and and we're getting two different messages. Even on the CDC website, it says not great for those under. 20 or 18 to get the vaccine. And then the public but officials. Yet, yet the public officials are going, everybody's got to get vaccinated. You see Everybody. the commercials? It's yes. like, bring your, you know, bring your child in to, you know, get vaccinated. It's very important for them. And to get we'll vaccinated. give you free tickets to the circus. We'll give you, <laughs> uh, lottery coming tickets. out of the subway today, go today to Grand Central or to Penn Station, get your vaccine and get a free weekly Metro card. Really? All kinds of incentives go. Oh, I'm going to get a vaccine. Oh, well, I'm getting. Go. I want a free metro card. I want a metro card. <laughs> That's what, like a like a twenty five dollar value. Or sure, at least. <laughs> wow. At least. Okay. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. So. Oh boy. Kristen, Carol, we don't know, unfortunately. Yeah, and that we, we, all of this remains to be seen. I think people need to um, uh, become more aware. If if big hospital corporations are looking to mandate you can only work here if you're vaccinated. This is a big problem. Well, it's a problem uh, for especially people who've had COVID, that they yeah. tell them they need to be vaccinated. I mean, I think you should get an exemption if you can demonstrate you've had COVID. Yeah. I get it. I get it that in a hospital, they may say, look, people are coming in, they're vulnerable, they're elderly, they're sick. Yeah. And, you know, we don't want to be a breeding ground for COVID. I get right. that. Right. And, you know, sometimes you have to, if you join the military or if you work in a hospital... 
sometimes you have to give up certain rights. Right. I mean, you have a choice. You don't have to work in a hospital. You can True. work in uh, whatever, you know. But, but and, and here's the here's a bigger problem, I think, Dr. Hoffman. Get the vaccine. Great, fine. You decide to get the vaccine, you get the vaccine. But you could still also get COVID, and you could still pass it on to that elderly person in the hospital or whatever. Right. So what are we talking about? Well, it it is, it's factual that the vaccinated person, the, the vaccinated yeah. person, right may get a less severe effect, yes. which is a whole point. Yeah. But they could still get COVID and they could still no transmit right. COVID. Right. Right. So what are we talking about? That doesn't stop the elderly person in the hospital with five conditions right. of getting bad COVID from you and, who have been vaccinated. So what are we talking about? And final word on this. Is, yeah. it, this is a very tough conversation to have. Because, I know. Because and I don't we're mean damned, to get upset, we're damned if we do and we're damned if we don't. Because... Frankly, I've had people from both sides yeah. criticize my approach to vaccines. Like, you, you know, people who are very anti-vaccine said, "Why you, you say that the vaccines are, are okay? That the, the vaccines have been a source of progress? That, that we've helped to quell the pandemic? How can you possibly say that with a damn horrible killer vaccine? And then on the other hand, People who are very pro-vaccine and very afraid of, of uh, COVID resurgence say, "Sure, you're a responsible physician and you're casting doubt on vaccines. How can you possibly do yeah. that? Because you're getting in the way. You're you're, you're uh, enabling the the vaccine hesitant because they listen to you and then they won't take the vaccine. Hmm. So we're damned if we do and damned if we don't. I'm just trying to be factual about exactly. it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And that's all you can do. Yeah." Is be factual about it. Well, that's not what it, a lot of people are doing. That's true. A lot that's of people true. are being, uh, they're, they're adhering to a narrative. Yes. And facts be damned. Facts are inconvenient. They mm -hmm. get in the way of a narrative. And mm -hmm. narratives are pure and committed and uh, right. people are passionate about their narratives. Like the narrative that there will only be herd immunity if everybody gets vaccinated. Right. That doesn't include the people who have naturally had COVID, gotten over it, have antibodies. I think a partial part of one of the reasons why we're doing so well in New York is a hell of a lot of us have had COVID. COVID. Yeah. 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 Been exposed to it. Mm -hmm. um, in addition to the vaccine uptake. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'd have said, let's, okay, oh, we're, we, we blew out the whole pomegranates <laughs> and vaccines. One. Yeah, like it. Pomegranates let's and vaccines. Endeavor to take as many questions oh, as we can in part two. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be right back with part two of today's Q&A with Layla radio program at AOL.com. He is the place to send questions, unless you hate us after this discussion. <laughs> <laughs>